you are listening to the Beatcast. What is up, everybody? I'm back with another episode for your face. And I am in the basement. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Wow, I really thought I was going to be ready to go. And uh, I drew a blank. But um, I'm just happy to be here. It's Sunday night. We had a full week of activities. Um... And what else happened? We had just eating meat all week. I started that. I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, what else happened? Uh, we had a um, pay-per-view fight last night. I'll get into that. Um, and we have some sponsors. I'll get into that. And uh, that's it, guys. I'm I'm really excited about the podcast. Um, just the the consistency of it, how the quality has gotten better, the guests, um, how good the guests have been, the conversations. Um, so if you don't know, you can just go to YouTube and search the Vcast or whatever. And um, I think the Vcast, you should find it. And you can find the videos of some episodes. The podcast is available everywhere that you can find podcasts. And um, it's been a few months, I guess. Yeah, since December. Um, Then I've been, you know, grinding pretty regular. I've been putting a lot of focus into the podcast. And I um, I am very happy with it. I'm I'm just happy doing this. I'm happy talking on the mic. At first, when I first started this, when I was just doing the phone in the corner, I um, you know, I didn't really know um if I liked it. I can't, you know, because I wasn't consistent with it, and I figured because I wasn't consistent with it, it must be that I don't like it. That was my reasoning. Maybe I was like, you know, maybe if I'd liked it, I would be um. I'd be happier, um, but it's not, it had nothing to do with the consistent, I mean, it had nothing to do with podcasting, it had to do with the consistency of it, it had to be, do with my mental state, uh, where I was, um, and I just wasn't, I wasn't putting a lot of effort into um, most things, I was half-assing a lot of things, and now I'm three-quarter-assing, and I'm feeling a lot better, and I'm, you know, just, I continue to try to push the, the pedal to the metal. I've started some new things in um, in my routine, try to keep me grounded. I started my SMW morning routine. That is stretch, meditate, and write. Every single morning, I wake up, I go drink a nice uh, tall glass of water, then I go into the room and I do 15 minutes of stretching. It's not a lot, but it's the consistency, it's the everyday of it that I'm looking for right now. Um, so I'm just doing some basic yoga poses that I know. And some regular stretches from gym class that I remember. 
um, you know, that stretch where you just reach down and the, the, the coach comes and he tries to show you how to reach down to touch your toes. And while he's doing it, his balls slip out of his little tight shorts. Yeah, those were the high school days. But I just like the routine because it's keeping me grounded and um, the meditation. So after I stretch for 15 minutes, I take a shower. Uh, brush my teeth then I go into the um, to the other room and I meditate for 10 minutes just um, I listen to I use an in the insight timer is the app I use apparently it's the most used meditation app on any platform I didn't know that but um, I just saw something today that told me that and um and I just sit there for 10 minutes and I have the sound of waves crashing with um, some other background, whatever that is, and that plays, and I, um, I just try to focus on my breathing. It's not easy. I continuously start thinking about things and go down paths, but um, I catch myself, and then I bring myself back to the breathing. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in positivity. Without negativity. And I do that over and over again for 10 minutes. That shit is powerful. I can't explain. I can't explain. Uh, I just feel very relaxed. I feel like everything slows down. Um, my mind races really fast. I rush everything. Uh, you can see it by my handwriting. My handwriting looks like I'm like I'm trying to get out of the building before a bomb uh, before a bomb explodes before a bomb explodes, and I'm trying to get through it. And I'm writing like a fiend, and my handwriting is all messed up. And I'm just like, <laughs> like that's how my writing is, and um, and that's what it looks like. But um, the meditation it just slows everything down in my head, and then the minute it ends and my mind starts racing again. It's like, um, almost like focused. It's just, it's, it's relaxed and I'm going straight fast as opposed to going zigzag. If that makes any sense, me meditating and slowing my brain down allows me to come out of the gate going straight as opposed to running out of the freaking room. Like one of those, uh, world war Z zombies and just being all over the place. Um, so that's a real big, um, Real big positive on why I keep doing it. Uh, sorry if you guys f hear me s fiddling with this damn chair because I feel like it's going to break any moment. I think Clint Esposito set me up so that I fall on live stream in one of these chairs and he can laugh at me. But uh, shout out to his sister. He gave me this whole little setup for free, this chair, these table and chairs. Not for free. I helped them move. This was my reward. And um, that's the barter system. It's the oldest system in the world. I don't know if that's true. But... um. Yeah, meditation um, has been really, really, really helpful to me in this week that I've been doing it. Now, I've been doing meditation for a while. I've just been seriously inconsistent about it. Way more consistent with meditating than I have been with this podcast previously. But um, yeah, I've started this new thing where it's just not an option. Uh, motivation, uh, determination over motivation. That's the, the new motto. Uh, determination is just way better than motivation. I'll get into that also. I should have a list of things that I'm going to get into because I'll probably forget um, all of them. Um, uh, determination, uh, me, uh, UFC, all right? Right now, the uh, 
Hell in the Cell, no, not Hell in the Cell, uh, Elimination Chamber, WWE pay-per-views on, and I'm missing it for you guys. That's determination, all right, because I really could. I mean, I've been putting this off all day just because uh, I just wanted to wait. Um, and, you know, waiting for the perfect time. And, uh, you know, that's what happens. If you procrastinate on things, you'll just continue to find new, well, I'll just continue to find new excuses on why not to do something. So, um you know, I should have just done it early, but whatever. We're here now, though. I came downstairs. That's the point. Um, meditation and writing. Writing is the third in the SMW writing. So every morning I've been journaling. Uh, this comes from uh, Joey Diaz listening to the church of what's happening now. He was always talking about writing. And, you know, what gets me about what he says is that he says he's lazy and he rather do nothing like he's like me. Like you could just be locked into uh, you could lock me in a room with unlimited movies or my xbox and i don't have to come out <laughs> i will be the happiest prisoner you can be we're home uh right now my wife's got a cold and we're you know uh, we're quarantining her i told her just stay home we're just gonna stay home this weekend you're sick you're not supposed to be out when you're sick right now because everybody's scared of the fucking flu the corona flu or whatever the fuck is going on out there and you know i don't know what's going on out there but i know what's going on in my house and my wife is sick and i said it's just better off to stay home we'll stay home all weekend and you know i know she has cabin fever because she's used to having her weekends out and doing her stuff and um she didn't get to do that this weekend, so she's going crazy. And um, damn, where the hell did I trail off on this? All right, so yeah, Joey Diaz talks about writing and how he forces himself to do it because of discipline. Excuse me. And, um, you know, that's what I had to do to myself. So uh, do it every morning. I want to do it at night, too, which I've been failing, um, you know, but we're getting there. Um so the writing every morning, I start my journal every day with it's a beautiful day to be alive. And that really sets the tone for the day because that's the truth. No matter what's going on, no matter what problems I'm dealing with, no matter the hardships, no matter the stress, no matter the anxiety, no matter what I'm facing that day, I am fucking happy that I'm alive because I get another chance at this. All right, guys, I'm 37 years old and I've been seeing people die since I was six starting with my dad, all right, uncles, um, you know, grandparents, uh, close family members, friends, now that I'm getting older, so many friends, and um, it's just, tomorrow's not guaranteed, days are not guaranteed, and I, we take that for granted so much, I take that for granted so much, um, so today is a fucking beautiful day to be alive, and when you start with that, the rest that you're writing down better follow suit or else it's not going to make sense. So it's a beautiful day to be alive and then I'm going to start complaining. No, it's a beautiful day to be alive. I got a chance to fix all this shit. That's my, that's like my mindset, whatever the problem is. And I got problems. We all have problems. My problems may be nothing to you. Your problems may be nothing to me. I might have the same problems and they might not affect me the same, but we didn't grow up the same. We didn't have the same parents. We didn't have the same environment. We didn't have the same upbringing. We don't know the same things. We don't have the same perspective. There's just differences in what everybody goes through. So I don't shit on nobody when they're going through things, but at the same time, you have to be accountable. And I like 
the ultimate accountability, which is everything is my fault. Because if everything is my fault, then I have the power to fix everything. And I do have the power to fix everything. I have the power to put things in motion, to correct any errors I've made, any problems that I have, any issues that come up, whatever it is, I can face them and I can overcome them. That is the darkness will not consume me if I keep the light on. If I keep addressing shit and stop hiding from shit and stop procrastinating, then I can handle you know my problems and feel better about it. Now, when I start writing, I'm just writing about whatever's in my mind. Just whatever's in my mind. That moment, today is a beautiful day to be alive. I fucking don't want to go to work. Start that. But that's not, that's not how I start. Um, I just start talking about uh, the things I'm thinking about, what I want to do with the day, um, goals that I'm thinking of, what did I do yesterday to... Um, you know, to, to work towards those goals. How did I fail? All right, because I'm going to fail regularly. All right, I failed today with my meat eater diet. We're going to talk about that in a little while. But um, it's just the accountability of writing and keeping everything in front of you and in your face, all right, in your eyes. So um, the, that's led me to the accountability the accountability blog that I'm going to post later tonight along with this episode. The accountability blog is something I started in the same format that I was writing the social media break blog uh, just because it's a level of um, two, two reasons, three reasons, actually. One, number primary reason, it's a way for me to be accountable. I'm just going to write the things I wanted to do and then how I failed. All right. I have them this week. I'm in there. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't want to hide nothing. And I was thinking about hiding something. Literally, I wrote out what I was going to do and then I didn't do it. And then I was going to delete it so that it would just hide what I didn't do. And then I could just, you know, the blog would be nice. I was still accountable. No, 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 no. The accountable part is me writing what I didn't do and then how I failed and then how I fucking felt about it afterwards. That's important because, um, that's what I want to remember the, the guilt. I want to document that shame, um, you know, the feelings that I have afterwards, because um, I want to remember that the next time so that the next time I have the opportunity, I can pull those feelings out of the cookie jar. Shout out to David Goggins, pull that out the cookie jar and um, and remember that that's how that feels. So um, so the accountability blog, I'm going to be doing like we uh, second reason is I write more. It's more writing, even though I'm typing on my phone, it's more writing. And then I can, um, you know, just transfer that up to the, the website blog and I'll keep that track. And I'm just going to do it weekly, uh, write every day and then post it on Sundays. Um, and then the third reason also, what the hell was the third reason? Oh, it's content. It's just more content. That's putting myself out there. It's more content, more ways for people to relate with me. You may go be going through the same struggles um, and uh, just having somebody else talk about it. You know, I, I'm fucking nobody. I don't think that I have this figured out. I'm not fucking trying to sell you some get rich quick scheme. I'm not trying to sell you a better life. I'm just showing you what I'm doing to help myself and show you my progress as I'm going through it, my failures, and hopefully you can relate, maybe implement some of the things in your life. Maybe you show me some things that you implement in your life and that it could benefit me. I'm like, I'm open. I don't think I have anything figured out at all. I'm just learning as I go along. I'm, uh, like I said, I'm 37 years old. I'm just, just figuring shit out now. So all you fucking 
uh, teenagers and 20 year olds think you have to have shit figured out you don't you, you don't because just when you think you're gonna have shit figured out life is gonna fuck you up life is gonna throw curveballs life is gonna whoop your ass and then you're not gonna know what you think you know so um that's that so you know those things are um try to help me keep me on track what's really um good i keep scratching my back of my head because I have like a hair or something stuck in this hat. 18 pool tables. Shameless plug. One of the sponsors. Um, I just... Um, the accountability block and the writing. Not the accountability block or the writing. It's the SMW. The SMW is important because when I do fail, and I will fail. Like I told you, I failed already this week. First week when I already got my first failure. Um, the When I fail, having... The uh, keeping track with my stretching, my meditation and writing, if I do that, then I don't, that's like another win because I don't want to do that. I want to wake up and just sit around. I want to wake up and scroll on my phone. I want to see what people are talking about on Instagram. I want to see what people are talking about on Facebook so I can argue with them about what they're talking about because nobody knows what they're saying when it comes to politics. People are so stupid. They have no idea. I literally had somebody tell me that, um, that Trump is devaluing the money and it has less to do with the fucking federal reserve. And it has, I just, I don't, anyway, um, I don't know what I'm fucking talking about either. So how about that? Uh, that's why I rather not talk, but I like talking and I like arguing and I like figuring shit out. Um, but that's not what I need to do. What I need to do is I need to wake my ass up and stretch because that makes my back feel better. I have back problems. I got neck problems. I sit in the damn cubicle all day. So, I need to stretch myself out and get loose, and that that helps me out, right? Then I need to, um, my mic is really quiet because this mic right here is not connected to the phone. This mic is not for you, okay? This mic is for the podcast. I just have you here because I need video. But can you hear me now? I raised the volume a little bit. What do you think? A little better? I hope it's a little better for you. If not, I apologize for the shitty audio. Um, just trying to to get through. Just trying to make a video, all right? Um, that's the live stream, ladies and gentlemen. Twitch live stream. For those of you listening on the podcast, I record my videos on Twitch, and then I um, edit them. I strip the sound off that shitty sound that you hear. I, stri- I strip that off, and I put this good sound on with the... Um, because I can't show you. I don't have a good connection, guys. I don't have that good system, all right? That's what I'm doing here. You see that? That's Audacity recording my podcast audio so that I can upload that. And then what I do is I take that video and then I put the um, this audio on it. So I got to match it and it's all good stuff. Um, but thank you. Thank you for pointing out. I appreciate that. You let me know it's not good. I usually have a mic on it, but I think the mic died and... Um, Just trying to make it happen, (laughs) trying to make things do. Um, So what I was saying is when I have that that base of stretching, meditating and writing, when I mess up, when I slip, right, the next day I have the opportunity first thing in the morning to get right back in the wing column, right? And I was thinking, I wrote this this morning, when you see championship teams, all of the great championships teams that you know in sports history, I don't care. I didn't research this, but I'm almost positive. I'm willing to bet money on this. If you research all the championship teams that are out there, 
um, the Bulls, the Warriors, the whatever, all of those championship teams that had memorable runs, they never let losses accumulate, right? They would always lose, and then they had this crazy, uncanny percentage of, of win rate after a loss. Like, they always come back and win because you need to get back up and you need to win. It's for your morale. If you lose two in a row, your morale starts to shrink. If you lose um, three in a row, it starts to pile up. So, um, you know, getting that win in the morning, doing my stretch, um, stretching, my meditation. Yes, I do meditate. And my writing, that's my SMW every day. Stretching, meditation, writing. If I get that in because I don't want to do it, if I get that in, I'm back in the win column. All right. The momentum starts, keeps going in my direction. Even though I might have tripped and fallen and fucked something up, then I get back up and I'm back in the win column with some stretching, some meditating, some writing, and I'm focused again. I'm not trailing off I, my whole life every time i've fallen off on a diet anytime i've fallen off on um you know any kind of program that i try to do anything practicing discipline when i fail i never got another win again so um i just would keep losing like i then i would be like oh i lost i would just throw in the towel right so that's what the knicks do <laughs> i'm just kidding um yeah i do right i just um uh, i write in my journal uh, i start with um, today's a beautiful day to be alive. And then I just write whatever in, in my mind. I just try to write what I'm thinking about, what I want to accomplish for the day, what I want to do, how am I going to do it? How did I, you know, fail last time? What am I going to do better? Just anything like that. Any of my feelings, all that stuff. I write it out all in the morning. I get it all out there so that I can think about other shit throughout the day. So that's my three prong approach. Stretch, Stretching for my back and stuff like that so I feel better. Uh, meditation so I clear my mind, calm my busy-ass brain. Like I'm just getting excited right now talking and my handwriting. You can see I write. I write like I'm in a rush for nothing. But meditation slows things down for me, allows me to go fast in one lane instead of zigzagging. And then I start writing just to empty my brain. And then that's it. Then I get ready for my day. And, um, you know, um, I, I leave the house with a lot less baggage is really what happens with that. So um, I'm excited about that process and continuing to do that same thing over and over again and getting that um you know, getting that feedback from myself, really, <clears throat> which is what I'm giving myself. Because I'm my, I'm my own worst critic. I'm sure we all are. But um, I, I, I try to like, I try to not be so hard on myself. Um, because now, like, just being honest with the part that I am going to fail, I am going to mess up. It um it doesn't let me be guilty about it. it. Doesn't let me feel shame about it. Beat myself up about it. Uh, yeah, you fucked up. This is where you fucked up. This is how we're gonna fix it. And let's just move on. There's no need to dwell. There's no need to dwell. It's done, and you learn from it and you move on. That's it. That's how you learn is from your failure. That's how you learn is from your failures. You fail. You learn from it. You move on. Because everybody does it. There's nobody out there that doesn't fail. Um, it's just a part of life. Uh, I'm actually starting to believe that life is not supposed to be easy. We're supposed to face adversity. I feel at my best when I'm faced with a challenge and I overcome it. That's when I'm at my best. Face a challenge, overcome it, feel good. Face a challenge, overcome it, feel good. Like that's it. Daily in life. And that's all challenges. And I feel like 
things have gotten so soft in our lives with technology and just prosperity that we have, especially in this country, the USA, the amount of prosperity that we have, regardless of what anybody wants to make you believe, um, it just makes us soft. That's been, that's like historic. The more prosperity you have, the weaker you get, the more you have to struggle and fight for things, the stronger you are, the hungrier you are. And that's what I want to be. I don't want to, I'm, I've always, every time I mess up or every time I think about quitting my mindset, it's always been like, eh, like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's not an ur- sense of urgency to me. And, um, and it's a sense of urgency for other people. There's other people out there that don't have anything and they're grinding to get it. And here I am sitting on my fucking fat pile of money and thinking that I'm not, you know, that I can just get past it. Well, guess what? There is no fat pile of money. I don't know why I think that, but I do. And, um, I act that way. It's not that I really think there's a fucking fat pile of money because there isn't, but there's a fat pile of debt. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm sure we all got that shit. But, um, uh, yeah, that's, um, that's the mentality. That's the mentality I'm at right now. No more instant gratification. You know, the things that make me feel good right now don't make me feel good in the long run. They never do. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm very rarely do I find things that you get quickly or easy that you have any value in. There's no value. There's no connection. But the things that you grind hard for, those things that you work hard for, you bust your ass, you bleed for, you know, you sweat for, those things mean something and those things last. And um, that's what I'm, I want to build. So I'm looking constantly every single day for ways to um, challenge myself, for putting myself in uncomfortable situations, doing things I don't want to do, overcoming them and then feeling better. Um, there's so many changes I made. So, um, one of them is video games. Like I love video games. I I played video games all day today. I've played video games at least seven hours today, six or seven hours. I love video games, but the only reason I'm playing six or seven hours of video games today is because I didn't play video games all week. This is my reward. And that's fair. And I I got so much accomplished. There were so many days this week at night where I was like, I could just play for an hour. But guess what? You know what I could do for an hour? I could edit a video. I could write a joke. I could go to an open mic. I can do all those things rather than play video games. But um, uh, I don't know. I just lost my train of thought. (sighs) I'm, I'm happy with I'm really happy right now. I haven't been happy in a long time. Um. Not, I haven't been happy in a long time. I haven't been content because I'm a happy person. I haven't been content. I've been very depressed. I've been, you know, um, isolating myself, you know, self-medicating, um, just pretending that I, you know, was okay. And, and I wasn't. And I, uh, luckily I was able to realize that. Thank you, psilocybin. But, um, now it's just it's just a path of most resistance and you know that's not even true because i still seek comfort in things i still seek um you know like the soft the soft hard way and that's a work in progress that's why all the blogging that's why the accountability blog and the writing and the journaling is to hold myself accountable and and so I can't complain if I'm complaining about something not happening in my life if I'm complaining that I'm not getting spots um too many spots if I'm complaining I'm not getting booked I need to look at what I'm doing that's wrong I can't look at anybody else cuz nobody else is in charge of me 
I need to look at what I'm doing. What can I change? That's accountability. What do I do? What am I doing that's wrong? Or what am I doing that's not enough? What more can I do? Maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm not doing anything wrong. Maybe I'm just not doing any enough and I need to do more. Well, I need to be accountable for that. So um, that was a fucking nice rant about that. Uh, another change I made is I'm um, trying. I've been having back problems. I had a couple car accidents. Um, none of them are my fault. And <laughs> just thought I went from accountability <laughs> to say none of those accidents are my fault. But they're both of my fault because I was there and, you know, whatever. I braked my car and hit them from behind. And this other one, I, you know, cut in front, went too early. When I could have waited and been patient and let somebody go. Instead, I wanted to go in front of him and be a dick. And I got hit for it. And then that fucking dude took off. And I had to pay for it out of pocket. So I learned my lesson there. Um, but I have some some back problems. I have some some neck problems. And stretching has been helping. Um, but I've been, I'm looking at another reason why I'm, I may have these pains and it's inflama inflammation, inflammation from foods. I've been, you know, hearing about this for many years now. Um, you know, I don't know how many people listen to the Joe Rogan experience, um, but he's always having people on some diet experts some nutrition experts. Um, and they're always talking about inflammation and I never really paid attention to it because I was never saw that that was an option for me, like the keto lifestyle. I never saw the keto lifestyles an option for me because I don't like vegetables that much and you have to eat so many vegetables because you're not eating any carbs. So, uh, never really looked at keto as an option for me. So I was just like, fuck it, I'll suffer. But now they started talking about this carnivore diet just eating meat and i love meat i love steak i love burgers i love all that shit so when they started talking about it, i was like i've been thinking about this for i don't know when i heard about it maybe a couple months um and i've just been thinking about it and then i just reached the point now where i was like i've been telling myself i was going to try the carnivore diet and then one day literally i just woke up and was like i'm not eating anything else but meat just woke up like that that wasn't on my mind I'm going to sleep it was a sunday night i still don't forget this it was a sunday night um and i woke up the next day and you know monday morning to go to work and i was just like i'm not eating any any i'm just gonna eat meat from now on i'm just gonna change I'm just changing my shit that's how it happened so um that was a week ago uh today's the this is uh tomorrow will be a week a full week on the carnivore diet um, all week long, I ate nothing but meat. I didn't slip up. I didn't cheat or anything until tonight. Um, and it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a craving that I succumbed, that I succumbed. I don't even know if succumbed is a word. That sounds like some fucking old man come. Um, it was just the fact that I didn't prepare. That's really how I messed up tonight. I wasn't prepared. I didn't have any meat defrosted and I don't want to go out to spend money. Because for me to, you know, eat the way I eat with all the meat, it's $20, $15, $20. And I don't want to, I don't want to, I didn't want to spend that money. I know I'm going to have to eat during the week um, at work. I know I'm going to have to eat tomorrow for lunch, some meat. So I didn't want to spend the money. So I, um, I, I had tacos with my wife. My wife was making tacos and, um, I had two, I had four hard tacos, two soft tacos, um, with cheese, lettuce, and tomato and meat. And, um, uh, I didn't feel good towards the end of the meal. I kind of felt a little sick. Um, 
but I want to rewind. I want to rewind to the beginning. So um, all week long, I've just been eating ground beef and eggs, um, steak and um, pork chops, um, eggs, bacon, a lot of bacon. And um, I did that all week long and I felt fucking great. I felt really good. I had one bad day because um, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, didn't get much sleep. So Thursday morning, I woke up like a zombie, like just dead. I had physical therapy that morning and I had to go to work and I was just dead, exhausted. I didn't know what I was going to do. I was like, damn, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to do this diet. I quit. This is bullshit. I'm eating something. And um, I powered through it. I got my SMW in, got my win in for the day. And then I went to physical therapy and, um, you know, finished physical therapy. I love physical therapy. I went right to the deli next door and I got eggs. I got four eggs. I ordered four eggs. They gave me three. Um, they owe me a platter when I go back. They already confirmed. Um, but they gave me three eggs over medium and a side of bacon. They gave me a hell of a lot of bacon. So I really shouldn't complain. They gave me a lot of bacon and I brought that to work and I had that with some ground beef that I made the night before. And when I finished that meal, I powered up, powered up. I was on fire the rest of the day. My leg was shaking. Like, you know, you get that restless leg syndrome that they want to sell you pills for now. Like that's what I was doing. I was just shaking my leg at work pump like this. Just, I mean, for those of you that can't see, like I was just, you know, when I'm really energized and feeling good, like I sing stupid songs. I make stupid noises. I'm really quick with jokes and I'm just cracking jokes all day long, making everybody laugh, having a good time. And that's what I was doing. And I was just like that the whole day. No crash. None of the meals that I have crashed. I would eat till I'm full and I would not have any crash. I did have the carb withdrawals. Carb withdrawals are a motherfucker. A motherfucker. So, um, you know, I just filled up my... Uh, I don't think I really had that many carbs. Just some tacos. I really want to go upstairs and keep eating, but I'm not going to do that. I'm done for the night. Um, you know... Just take it as what it was, and that's it. I'll enjoy my little black cherry Schweppes that I'm sipping on right now um, with dinner that I had with dinner and I'm um, almost finished with it. I like me a little black cherry Schweppes um, seltzer water. I love crushing seltzer waters. Um, I have the ginger ale upstairs. I really like ginger ale, but, um, you know, stay away. That's a fucking sugar overload. I haven't had any sugar, Okay. That's a fucking big deal for me. Anybody that knows me, I have a monster sweet tooth. I am a monster candy addict. I love the sweets. And um, I didn't have, I have not partaked. I am saving that for um, Easter because I'm going to crush some Cadbury eggs. Not the fucking yolk ones. I might have one of those. I like those too. But my, my favorite candy of, I don't know if all time. Yeah. I mean, I like them better than M&M's. I like them better than M&M's. M&M's is my go-to candy. M&M peanut, my go-to candy. I can crush family-sized bags of those things. That is my all-time favorite candy when it's not Easter. When it's Easter, it's Cadbury eggs in the shell, those little eggs in the shell, purple bag. Love those. Obsessed with those. Eat them till I'm sick. Obsessed. If I become a huge comic where I get green room rights, that would be one thing I asked for in the green room, either M&M's or Cadbury eggs. 
perspective. They need to be in the fucking, they need to be in the dressing room and they need to be in color coordinated fucking splits. All right. I want the, I don't want the blues with the reds. You got to keep those apart. That's how I grew up. You don't put the blues and the reds together. All right. To keep the browns away from the yellows. All right. Because they'll get together and fuck up everybody else. So don't do that. The greens, they stay by themselves because nobody likes the Irish. All right. I said that shit right before St. Patrick's Day. Um, no, I'm just kidding. St. Patrick's Day is a couple of weeks away. Everybody loves being Irish on that day. Um, so the meat, I mean, the way I see it is exactly how this week went is how I want to eat anyway. I'm, I'm really feeling I, I, was, I wanted to do the month, see how I felt and um, and then start adding stuff back in to see what was problematic and what was not problematic as far as inflammation and then continue from there. And then I felt like I would just eat like this, like four or five days of the week, four or five, six days of the week. And then, you know, eat my carbs and my cravings, my pizza, my candy and all that stuff in one day and then get right back on it. Um um and see how that makes me feel like that's that's really all it's about i don't care about getting abs for the summer or anything like that that's a byproduct if that happens that's cool um but my really my main focus is just my health i want to feel good i don't want to be in pain i don't want to be an old broken man and i want to be around longer for my daughter um you know that's that, those are the goals uh, i want to be around longer you know for my family not just my daughter and my family um you know a lot of people a lot of people like me what can i say all right uh, i have a lot of things to do also i have a lot of things to do also that i want to um you know i want to be around for i want to give myself time to you know let this comedy thing catch on <sighs> so that's my meat eating experience so far so far so good oh i haven't shit that's another problem uh, shitting has been a um, non-occurrence that happened twice this week. Um, only took two shits all week, so I felt bloated. Um, I felt bloated all week. Nah, I mean, I did have another shit, but it was I didn't count. Like one little thing came out, and then I was just like, oh, that was disappointing. So um, it was really two. Not even two. No, that was the two. So it really was one. It was just one shit all week long. That was good. And that was Thursday at the Wawa Social Club in North Bergen. I was there for an open mic. And um, I was just waiting for my turn. And all of a sudden, it just... I was like, oh, my God. I knew it coming out that I probably should have stayed home. But, you know, I didn't want that to be an excuse. And... um. <laughs> I unloaded. Luckily, that Wawa got shout out to the Wawa Social Club, Artie Dell that was on the podcast, um, Captain Retirement. Um, that was a clean bathroom. That was a nice bathroom. I was like really dreading it on the way down the stairs. Like, oh, this bathroom might be fucking gross, and it wasn't. It was very well kept, and um, I had a very nice time on that toilet. Got everything. Not didn't get everything out, but I felt so much better. And then, um, and then that's it. So yeah, I fucked up tonight, had tacos, but I'm not going to beat myself up about it. Um, that was just a situation I put myself in because of poor planning. So I just need to plan better. And I also need to hit the lottery because meat's expensive. Okay. Meat's expensive to eat as your only source of food. I might just start killing fucking squirrels outside. Uh, I might kill a fucking deer. I got deer that live by my house. 
Um, I might just start fucking. I might buy a cross. I might buy a crossbow from. Um, I think I tasted the mic. Ugh. I might buy a crossbow from Amazon, or I can use my uh, my K bar. I'll just go out there with the K bar. This nice thing right here, you like that? K bar. It's a black for those of you listening audio only. I have a nice black um, military issued. I think this is the the knife that the Marines use, if I'm not mistaken. Um, K bar. People see it and they're like, how come it doesn't have the ridges on the back? Because I didn't have the ridges on the back. All right, I got this one. I got this nice plain black blade. This is nice and very sharp. Um, and I'm not allowed to play with it. All right. My, as soon as I got this, I walked around the house with it. I put the little sheath on my belt and I was just walking around my house with it for like a week. And then my wife decided that I can't have guns for that same reason, which I don't blame her. She's absolutely right. Um, so. What's the next thing? Um, deter, determination. Oh, determination over motivation. I just mentioned that. Determination over motivation. How I'm getting through these things is not motivation. All right? Because I'm not motivated every day. I don't know anybody that is motivated every day. Everybody has days where they're just not motivated. Right? But discipline and determination get you through things. Discipline and determination take you on to the next time you're motivated. And then the next time you're motivated, you can push it farther. But... When you're not motivated, you don't have nothing else but discipline and determination to keep you going. And determination is what's fueling me right now because I'm just determined to make these changes in my life. I'm determined to make these changes in my life. So I'm doing it every day. When I don't want to do it, the narrative in my mind changes. It's not, ah, I'm not going to do this. Eh, cool. You don't have to. No, no, no. It's you're determined. You're determined to do this. So you got to do it. And that's that. Like once I say that to myself, then I'm just like, all right, I got to do it. Let's get it done. Then I get it done. And damn, I feel good. All right. It's not a party. It's not, um, you know, uh, uh, it's not that kind of feel good. I just feel, I feel energized. I feel um, like powerful. You know, I feel in control. I don't feel like a little bitch. That's what I felt like for so long. Just like a little bitch because I couldn't put together any kind of discipline i couldn't put together any kind of consistency with anything that i was doing just being a little bitch um so um now that i'm doing what i say i want to do because i'm determined i feel better i feel fucking stronger and it's probably because of the meat just want to fucking hunt something, bro. I just want to fucking, I'm going to run and tackle one of them fucking deers. When I get home from work one day, there's like 12 deer that are outside of my house. They just run out there in a pack. I'm going to run out there and just fucking flail on them and just, just run and tackle one and then start eating it raw with my fucking fangs. That's what I'm going to do because I'm a fucking thug. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> These deers are thugs. That's what they, that's what they do. Um... Uh, yeah, that's it. Um, determined determination over motivation. It really is longer lasting. You got to tell yourself before you do anything, like how bad do you want to do it? Are you determined to do it? Or do you just kind of want to do it? Like be honest with yourself. Nobody's listening, but you, and it's okay to tell yourself, I don't, I don't really want to do that. I do that all the time now because I used to, my mind, my wife probably thought I was fucking Ralph Cramden with all the cocky Mamie schemes that I come up with and fail at consistently. Why? Because I don't really want to do those things. I just think they sound cool. It really is what it is. I think it sounds cool and I want to do that too. Oh, you do that? Oh, I want to do that too. Oh, yeah, you hunt? I want to hunt too. 
Oh, you play ball? Let's play ball. I play ball, you know? You got a podcast? I want a podcast. Like, that's what it, I mean, that's what it really, really what it boils down to. It's just me wanting to do um, everything else. It's, you know, that's it. Uh, let me pay some bills real quick, baby. You need a pool table done? You need a pool table done? I got some pool sticks right there. You don't see it right there. Maybe I could turn just a little bit. Uh, turn it like that. You see that pool table right there? It needs help, guys. That pool table needs help. The bumpers are all rot. The um, the cloth needs to be replaced. Who should I call? Who Who do I know that does pool tables that could help me? Huh. 18, baby. That's who you got to call. The 18 Pool Table Services is the tri-state area's top pool table repair company. Whether you need your pool table refurbished, refelted, or relocated, the 18 uses more than 15 years experience in pool table repair in New Jersey to offer top quality service. All right. And top co- top-notch customer service, high quality work. They also offer pool table maintenance and moving services in Westchester County, Long Island, Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens. And uh, all five boroughs in New York City, Long Island, Westchester County, and Northern New Jersey. They they say just Northern New Jersey, but they'll fucking go to Philly. They'll go to Philly, no problem. P- cough up the bucks. When you need your pool table refelting services in New Jersey or New York, A-Team will apply new professional-grade championship felt to your pool table slate and the bumpers. And if your bumpers are bad, they'll replace them too. It's better to get it done at that time because they already got the pool table apart. Um, take They'll take care of you, all right? So if you need your pool tables recovered, go to njnypooltableservice.com, njnypooltableservice.com. Use the code word the vcast and uh they'll probably laugh at you i I can't guarantee you get a discount but you tell him you tell him that you heard him on the vcast and he'll give you 10 percent off all right i said that 10 percent off he doesn't even know he's giving a discount but he's gonna do it because he's a nice guy all right he has the best prices in the business anyway along with the best service the 18 pool tables tri-state areas number one pool table service company that's njnypooltableservice.com um so the other thing I want to talk about was UFC last night. UFC last night um, was really fun. I fell asleep. I really only watched one fight, and that was the Joanna Jean-Jacek. No, I watched the main event too, but the Joanna Jean-Jacek fight, that was fucking brutal. Um, those girls um, just really banged out. They went for it. They put it all out there, and they chased it. They, they went after everything, and with respect for each other too. That's what you want to see. That was some classy shit. Uh, then there was the main event, which everybody was really upset at. Everybody hated that fight. And in hindsight, now I get it. Yes. But at the time, I was enjoying myself because of the threat that both men posed to each other that they could turn the lights out any second. That was the. That's it for me. When I have that anticipation, I just watched the whole thing. I know it was boring. Because of the lack of action, but the anticipation carried me through the fight. Uh, and then we had your winner, which was uh, the Stylebender. I don't even know his real name. It's just Stylebender. I don't know about that dude. I kind of got annoyed with him afterwards because he was taunting the crowd because they were booing. And he was just like, you're not helping yourself there. This isn't the fucking WWE. You don't want to be a heel. Um, it's not good for... I don't know. Maybe it is good for you to be a heel. I don't fucking know. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut about it. Um, um, I like the UFC fight. I had, I had I enjoyed it, but 
I'm really looking forward to next month's pay-per-view. Khabibi. Khabibi Nurmagomedov versus the fucking El Kakui. I don't remember his name either. El Kakui. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. On Tony Ferguson, baby. El Kakui, Tony Ferguson. Don't sleep on him. That man is a killer. He is an assassin, and he can shoot you from any position. He can kill you from any position. On his back, on his side, on his fucking front face, whatever. He'll cut you up with elbows. He just decimates you. Everybody knows what Khabibi can do. That's going to be a brawl. This is years in the making. For those of you that don't watch UFC, this is a fight that's been years in the making, and it's always been something that has prevented what I say may be the most and a lot of other people have been saying it too. One of the um, most anticipated fights in UFC history. And um, I'm super excited for it. So that's next month. We're also going to have a guest. Um, hopefully we make it happen. I'm not even going to announce it now. But I'm going to have somebody that owns an MMA gym. Come here and we'll talk about that stuff. And we'll talk about the fight coming up. Um, uh, but that's it. I'm ready for the week up ahead. Uh, I was going to attach, maybe I'll still attach it, fuck it, um, I have the uh, my 2019 year review that I uh, recorded, but I didn't post, I was going to record a, um, a, you know, one of the, like a, an intro going into it, I was going to record the intro going into it, but after I finished doing the pot, after I finished recording it, um, I had found the news that found out the news that Kobe Bryant died and the next episode was going to be 24. So I didn't want to use the year review for 24. I wanted to do an episode on Kobe um, for episode 24 and then I just haven't posted it. So I have this. It's like an hour. I'm not going to put that hour on top. Eh, maybe I will put that hour on top of this. Um, kind of like a segue, right? All right, that's what I'm going to do, guys. Coming up after this um, is going to be the year in review. Vixadeno. Uh, I'm talking about all my comedy dates. Ah, I'm not posting it, guys. I'm sorry. I'm going to leave this podcast the way it is. I'm going to save that for something else because I want it to flow better. All right, I'm sorry that I gassed you up and then I just took the way I took away the co- the carrot. I put the carrot in front of the cart and then I took it away. I'm sorry. I apologize for, for, for leading you on. I hope I didn't give you blue balls or blue clitoris. Do girls get blue clitoris? Can somebody please tell me that? Do girls get blue clitoris? Like the, when the guys get you really excited and they get you right to that point where you're like, yeah, let's get this on. Put that fucking thing inside of me. When you get to that point, if a guy just bounces on you or he just changes his mind, um, if he just changes his mind, do you... Do you hurt? Like, does it hurt you like it hurts us? Like, it's fucking painful. I'm not saying it's fucking justification for sexual assault or anything like that. Absolutely not. There's no justification for fucking putting your hands on somebody that doesn't want you to put their hands on them. Of course. However, (laughs) I find it very... um, um, uh, see, I don't even want to say understandable because I still don't understand that. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm going to leave that alone before I say something stupid. I just don't know if, if clits hurt. I never asked a woman that. Maybe I'll ask my wife when I go upstairs. No, you see, I'm not going to do that because then I have to find out about sexual past. I learned my lesson about that. I'm doing a, I am doing. do a bit about that now, about me talking too much about 
sex to an ex-girlfriend and then her telling me past sexual exploits with people in positions of fucking power and i'm working in customer service like some asshole (laughs) so i just you know um keep your fucking mouth shut when it comes to your sexual history with your partner you don't need to bring that shit that shit's in the past don't ask unless you're gonna do some kind of fucking kinky threesome or you're into domination or something like that just if you're i was insecure as fuck too i mean i'm still not that i'm insecure but i still just don't want to hear about it you know what i mean it's none of my business the sex part you know relationships and things like that is fine you know talking about your history but don't talk about sex like that you've had with other partners the type of sex the positions that you were you know what i mean like all that stuff you don't need to hear that shit man it just drive you crazy and then you start comparing and then you want to call the guy and be like hey how big is your dick is this as big as mine i didn't call him i wanted to he was a fireman, that fucking guy. I didn't want to call a fireman for fucking for months. My house could have... All right, now I'm just going into material now. Um, what else? That's it. Um, I'm going to be announcing a new sponsor soon, uh, the podcast. I'm very, very excited. I can't believe that I have my uh, first legitimate sponsor. Obviously, the A-Team is the original is the original sponsor of the podcast because that's my boy, Billy. He doesn't... Um, you know, I don't want to talk business, but Billy is my boy and he'll always be a sponsor of the podcast unless he fucking con- keeps complaining about his stupid concussions um, from, you know, me tripping him in basketball. Then I'll cut his ass out. But um, we have a couple. Um, we have one additional sponsor that you're going to see that's going to buy some space in your in your slight, you know, in your vision back here somewhere. There's going to be some stuff um you know for you to see so that that's going to be um renting some space so that's dope and then um the other sponsor um i put out an ad just um for any of my friends and local businesses or whatever um to get an opportunity for some free marketing for a limited time um you know just tell me what you want me to promote and i'll promote it on here no problem, you know, free. I'm not trying to charge people. I'm just trying to practice what I'm doing. Um, I'm just trying to get the reps in. I'm also trying to see um, listeners and see if any anything converts from that. Um, because if it starts converting, then we can talk money. Um, but for now, I just want to help my friends. I like promoting uh, my friends. And I'm going to start with my friends over at um, Jester Comedy. I don't even know if I have the name right, so I'm obviously doing poor promotion. So I'm just gonna um, see if I put that in a Google search and if it comes up. There we go, baby. Jester Comedy, Jester Comedy Company. All right, these people are um, doing some really good things down in New Brunswick. All right, um, they're a company made up uh, by comedians. All right, click to edit and tell visitors about your entertainment. All right, so they didn't edit their website. <laughs> they didn't edit the website. We're a company made up by comedians. All right, so that that was the sentence they put. And then afterwards, it goes, click to edit and tell visitors about your entertainment agency and describe what you offer. That's the template that was there before. They forgot to delete it. But Jester, um, Jester Content House is a... Um, it's just a place that people can do shows, people that can do mics, and it's run by some... Um, really passionate people uh franco danger and uh angelique 
um, some Central Jersey comics, some North Jersey. They're Jersey comedians. It doesn't need to be North, South, or Central. And they put together this place. And um, I haven't been there yet just because um, I've been lazy. And it's far, and I just always have excuses, but I need to get out there and support them uh, because I really I really support what they're doing. You know, they're just trying to provide a place for all of us to to create, um, you know, improv, stand up comedy, all that stuff. So uh, Jester, um, Jester Comedy Company, LLC. All right, they're down in uh, New Brunswick, and like their website says, jesters do often prove profits. That's a William Shakespeare quote. Um, that's it, guys. I'm gonna wrap this bad boy up. I'm gonna go upstairs, finish watching. Um, what time is it? It's nine, nine, eight fifty. I'm gonna watch a little bit of this Elimination Chamber until I get antsy to play the Division Two, and then I'm gonna do that. Um, uh, Xbox. I wish I had my Xbox number and then I would say it. Maybe I'll post it in the notes of this Xbox, my Xbox code. Um, so you can do it. I'm going to play some probably for like, a, I'm going to just play until like 11 or something. Uh, rock out. And then that's it. Call it a night. I uh, hope you all have a good week. Uh, power through that shit. Remember that you are accountable for everything in your life. No one else is in control, so don't blame other people for shit. Blame yourself. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a good night. Mwah.